the season is all of a sudden coming alive. And the Tiger fans can sense it. The big names were involved today. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lions. I'm Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Thursday Lions is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and comics lounge. As we say, welcome to MG with some breaking news. It's been a big morning in AFL. Uh, what's what's happening? What's doing? It's been a huge week. Yeah, we thought uh, NRL and Top Road would be taking over with the first uh, coach hitting the deck for the year. But uh, yeah, we've had... Uh, News come through that the uh, Kangaroos, big sign in the off-season, um, Clarkson has now stepped down uh, from uh, his coaching role and uh, one of your uh, mates and Kilda's ex-Ratton uh, has taken over. Part-time coach has stepped straight into the uh, the frying pan. I'm not sure uh, what happened. Was he uh, all the coaches stand on the line and then everyone took a step backwards and he was the only one left uh, on the line? Well, he's now a three-time interim coach, <laughs> so uh, that's something to hang your hat on. <laughs> and uh, having known Brett... I just think he wanted to sort of take it a little bit easy this year, and now he's uh, thrust right back in the limelight. So uh, at least he's got no pressure on himself. He uh, if he wins two or three games for the rest of the year, he'll be hailed. That's right. That's right. As we say, what's the reason, what's the reason Clarko has, has, has left the gig? Is he uh, given his history? Is he gone to uh, do some you know campaigning for Ron DeSantis or any of those hardcore right guys over there? Or yeah, no, I think he's just so uh, work the, in Northern Territory taking off SIM cards. The, the 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 word is that the uh, the investigation is going to come to a head in the next fortnight. So um, the, it's not going to go well for Clarko by the sounds of it. Well, I think he just wants to focus his time and energy on that. But uh, it's interesting to see what Chris Fagan does now. Um, I'm not sure when the Brisbane Lions um, coaches press conference is. It's normally on a Thursday or a Friday. So uh, I've been interested to see what uh, what he does and what his his take on it all is. But um, yeah, just hopefully Clarko's okay first and foremost, but it's um the timing does seem a little bit uh a little bit odd. But anyway, we'll uh we'll find out a little bit more later on in the day. Got a lot on his plate. The club couldn't be going any worse. Oh, awful. Um, besides what's going on with the Hawthorne um issue. But uh yeah, interesting. Uh yeah, he's pulled the pin, so uh I don't know. <laughs> Kangaroos might uh might win this week with the uh the new coach. Oh, who knows? Word of advice for Clarko, just take the sim out of the phone and uh, just relax. Just take it easy. As we say, welcome to Top Rope, who has had a big week. He's back on the punt. The GGOA is flying, and he's got his first coach sacked for 2023. Welcome to you, Top Rope. Oh, I love nothing more than a coach sacking. It was very exciting. I particularly like the ones where you can just see it coming. you got just a few days of blood of the war, and you get a game. No, it was good. Anthony Griffin had to go. Like, what? Why do they call him Hook? I know he's been hooked, but why do they call him Hook? Uh, I'm not sure why they call him Hook. He's uh, he's a big gruff kind of character. Maybe there's a little Captain Hook reference in there. Maybe he's a big yeah, Doctor Hook fan. Not sure why they call him Hook, but uh, um, he's got now managed to get through three clubs and underachieved in them all. So, uh, what I'm known for getting a third contract, uh, he won't be getting a fourth. Uh, yeah, no, look, I think the Dragons. Kind of were pretty happy just to let him roll along. That kind of like this bizarre, yeah, we'll just give me an interview for the job. You're welcome to interviews for the job book. And the, the success rate of the, the incumbent coach in the open interview process is approximately 0%. Uh, so that was the writing was on the wall there. But some of these bizarre selection decisions kind of really, really caused some, some grief at the Dragons. He's, you know, no more shown than Jaden Sullivan was, was told we're going to be the best player, Ben Hunt. Look Sullivan was going to play halfback. They did that mid game. The next game, Sullivan got similar after 20 minutes. And uh, 
and then never got back on the field again. Half, back to halfback, so very new to Adria. Yeah, and uh, just the talk, it's obviously Ryan Carr has taken over in the interim uh, and then uh, all the talk is Jason Riles, uh, Jason Riles' job from uh, from 2024 20, onwards. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing Ryan Carr. He doesn't have a history and uh, I always love seeing the, 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 the well, the well travelled interim coaches. I always like seeing a Steve Georgialis or a <laughs> Josh Hannay <laughs> or a Peter Gentle kind of, kind of fill in for a few games. And Jim Dimmick. Exactly. These are the kind David, of Kid, David Kidwell. Exactly. These are the kind of guys I like to see as a general coach. So anyway, everyone Carl's got the job. Uh, it looks like a standard three and the Dragons are making all the mistakes. They always do. They're looking for an old boy. So uh, they've got the center of merit now to Jason Riles, Dean Young and... Uh, ben Hornby. Uh, I don't know what the, the the history is like in the AFL of um, dumb play, dumb players all of a sudden becoming intelligent coaches, but it's not it's not a strong history in rugby league. Uh, dumb coaches tend to become uh, dumb players tend to become dumb coaches. Example one: David Kidwell forgot he had Jason Tomalolo on the bench after taking him off after twenty years of coaching New Zealand and never coached again. Not only never coached again. Then led Jackson Tom Island with a heap of players to go to Tonga, who have subsequently beaten New Zealand. So, anyway, uh, good luck with Jackson. Jackson Rolls, if he is the man, he has appeared in the foreign. And uh, massive news in um, rugby league circles in Melbourne with Craig Bellamy uh, staying on for 2024. Um, I don't think the NRL could have anyone better at the helm for rugby league in this state. So, um, that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic news for, for everyone concerned in, uh, in Victoria. Oh, absolutely monumental. He, yeah, probably the greatest coach of all time. And I think oh, I always kind of suspect that he would find it hard to, to pull the pin. I think we've got to get more kind of retirement talk than Johnny Farnham here uh, over the next few years. But I do think there is a, a bit of good in it from Bellamy in terms of not just him staying on, but I think he's trying to build a bridge to, to the point where he can convince, but he can eventually say that come down uh, and coach the stall. And I think he said, Bellamy's probably the number one man for the job. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure of Billy's credentials you know, as a week-to-week club coach. So that's yet yeah, all to be proven if it ever comes to that. But I will say that Billy Say is probably the most popular Storm player ever. And um, if he was a take guy, right, it would keep Storm extremely relevant in Melbourne. 100%. And that's what they probably need in a in a market like uh, like ours. Um, they need someone like a, like a, a Slater, like a Cam Smith, someone of that ilk. Um, to really take over because it uh, is big shoes to fill. As we get back to on-field action, uh, the scores from uh, round nine in the AFL MG, uh, the Tigers were were outstanding against the Cats. Yes, we uh, yeah we got off to a good start for the tipping uh, for the Stings. We actually liked them at the plus. They were giving away four goals as we said on the show last week. Just thought that was a, a big number with uh, with uh, Geelong missing two key mids with Dangerfield coming out at the top of Guthrie. So. Yeah, Richmond were impressive. Uh, they got a bit of the hunger back, it looks like. It was a big win. They needed to scalp and got it, uh, played uh, some tremendous football. It was actually a good game of football to watch. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll uh, go on with the job later on when, uh, when we talk about the Dreamtime game against Essendon. Uh, the Gold Coast, they just did the job on West Coast. No need to really talk about it. West Coast completely given up and Gold Coast did what they had to. Uh, second upset of the week was uh, Frio again, around that four goal mark they were giving away. Um, against Sydney, who were fielding half a side. Uh, they uh, needed the scalp that they got as well, and uh, Sydney in all sorts now. I think their season is all but done. Uh, good win for Port, again, against very ordinary opposition. It's just uh, piled up the numbers there. Port, they come into a cracker this week, which we'll talk about, and they are playing the next one that did a job easily over Hawthorne. Melbourne were uh, never really got out of a gear, I didn't think, and uh, just 
put another 50-point victory on the board. They covered the line easily. Uh, Brisbane, uh, low-scoring game. Uh, again, the weather uh, holds true up there. The dew set in uh, and made scoring difficult. Uh, we did speak about that with the total. Uh, it was only one-way traffic to the over. I think the total closed 184, so it never got near that. Brisbane, solid win. Danaher uh, kicking his old team again, uh, kicking six goals, which is the most he's kicked for Brisbane. The Western Bulldogs against Cart were really keen on them last week as we'll go through in the Stings. Uh, can't believe, still can't believe even in the review how they didn't start favourite. I understand these Carlton, Carlton modellers are up and about. They're going to have to change the model, otherwise they're going to go broke. Uh, the Bulldogs getting the job done. Uh, Carlton are very disappointing. And uh, again, continues to just uh, not sure Voss is the man for Carlton. He just can't seem to get the job done. Adelaide, uh, very good win against St Kilda. Um, I actually gave St Kilda a chance in that game, but yeah, Adelaide were unbelievable. Probably, uh, probably maybe the win of the week. Actually, they uh, destroyed St Kilda. I know their coach said that they had a mulligan, but uh, yeah, uh, big win there. I uh, what do we got? Fifty odd points, fifty two points was uh, scintillating. So they're, they're coming to a big match. They're going well, Adelaide and uh, Collingwood just get the job against the Giants, who were very disappointing at the G. Uh, Collingwood again, uh, they just don't lose at the G. I think they've won sixteen of the last seventeen there. So. Are impressive. As we look at the round nine stats, uh, six of nine favourites cover the line, six of nine. The overs, uh, five of nine, and the home team, four of nine. So a little bit of a mixed bag there. And the season just keeps ticking along. 53 out of 81 favourites at 65%. It's probably your go. Uh, high scoring affairs there with the over total, uh, 45 out of 81. And uh, uh, the cover the line and the home team, just under 50% there. So it's probably the uh, the favourites and the, uh, the over total. Yeah, yeah, a bit of an even week. The bookies probably fought back after having uh, three straight weeks of the punters being on top. Uh, just a notice there is the home the home favourites only running at fifty uh, percent is uh, is quite low for uh, home ground advantage this year. hasn't uh, played out, and that's probably due with uh, three three bottom sides at the uh, bottom of the ladder, and maybe skewing that a bit. But uh, yeah, at the moment it's slightly to the uh, outsiders, the underdogs, and definitely overscoring at this stage. Which is a bit different to the NRL. It's favourites, favourites, favourites. As we look at the uh, the scores from round eleven, there top rope. Yeah, uh, the Storm uh, well fancied uh, beat the top of the table Broncos twenty four six. I'm putting you on a, a small losing run there, but uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that the best. The Storm but did enough to, to get the job done. Pretty controversial game, plenty of simbinks. Uh Warriors beat the Bulldogs. Bulldogs were dreadful. Not in the contest at all. Twenty four twelve flooded them. The Panthers absolutely put the Roosters in the in-house this week, 48-4. to four. It was a complete castration. It was a abhorrent performance from the Chooks. Uh, Panthers very, very good, very, very slick and all statement on there. Uh, the Bunnies, 20 nil somehow covered the 16.5 points, despite leading 16 after about 70 minutes. It was a <laughs> um, remarkable backdoor cover there for them. It was... Uh, probably the most boring game of rugby league I've ever seen in my life. It was six tackles, five tackles, kick, five tackles, kick. The ball didn't seem to get anywhere near a trial on, so uh, good effort. A big trail, uh, very good at the end. Uh, Cowboys with the Dragons in uh, Anthony Griffin's last game, 42-22. Again, uh, side with Solomon went to the Sydney Cowboys scored three converted tries. Also saw a wonderful two-point field goal left from Valapar Cummings. The Raiders and Eels. Uh, closest betting game of the week. No Mitchell Moses, but very, very good game of football. Uh, somehow went over the total, 43 and a half the line. It was two all after about half an hour, so uh, somehow went over the total, 26 to 18. Uh, this one also so started. The Knights and Titans, two bad teams on the afternoon. That's usually an overs played, 46 to 26. It was a, 
uh, second half blitz and I scored five tries in about 12 minutes. So, uh, their highest score in a decade. And the Sharks, Sea Eagles, Cronulla 20 to 14. Cronulla jumped to a you know, big lead early on, mainly fought back a little bit like they did against Brisbane, but uh, not many attacking chops uh, um, at the Seagulls right now. As you look at the round 11 stats, eight of eight favourites and eight of eight covered at the line. The oval total, four of eight, and the home team, uh, six of eight. So, uh, pretty a one-way traffic there. Low scoring, but um, yeah, hopefully that, that improves uh, throughout the rest of the season. As you look at the season totals, the favourites and the home team really dominating their top rope. Low scoring. There were two games with more than 60 points in it. I think they're not covered half the AFL by the sounds of it. Uh, no. well, four of eight. Four of eight. There's four games at a <laughs> snore fest. <laughs> well, I, I won't disagree with the Tigers, Rebellist. That was an absolute snore fest. Um, no, first time I've covered a call. Um, I haven't feel it may have happened once or twice since I've covered it. It hasn't had record since 2008, but that all eight favourites have covered the line. So, uh, remarkable result there for the Lions, uh, and prayers for anyone who backed uh, back three pluses on the weekend. You are absolutely scared right now. <laughs> Beautiful. As we look at the global wrap, uh, big golf weekend. Uh, the PGA Championship is almost upon us. Uh, Jason Day obviously won the Byron Nelson Championship. Uh, for, I think his first win in. Was it 13 years? Does five, that sound about five, right? No, five, years. five years. Five years. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Jason. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Adam Scott also uh, was hitting the ball nicely. But uh, have we got a tip for you there, uh, top rope in the uh, PGA Championship that gets uh, gets underway tonight? Well, just before that, Northam saw Cameron Smith shoot a 65-61 on the live event and uh, lost a player for Dustin Johnson. So uh, big weekend for the Aussies. Uh, yeah, well, I think, yeah, there's nothing exciting about this, but I think John Rahm is playing the best golf of anyone, I think. Yeah, remarkable value at, at the price. He's clear top profiler. Uh, I'm back on Cameron Young. I think it's a, a good bet. And if we're looking at sort of, yeah, a, a real rough seat, I'll be looking at Cameron Davis. And uh, just a reminder to look at the podcast that you uh, you and Scooty uh, were on yesterday. All your PGA uh, Championship betting uh, covered there in one spot. So uh, get uh, get that uh, on the littlebirdie.live shop for all your PGA action. Uh, the NBA playoffs continue. I think the Celtics and the Heat are doing battle as we speak. Uh, four teams left. The Celtics are sort of two dollars, yeah, two dollars oh five ish as they're playing at the moment. And then the Nuggets at three ten, Lakers at three eighty, and the Heat are the outsiders. Uh, a lot of uh, skeptics out there saying that the uh, Celtics and the Lakers are due to do a battle, but uh, the Nuggets will have a bit of a say in that. Uh, Stanley Cup uh, NHL continues as well. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are the $3.05 favourite with the Panthers at four fifty. Still very wide open in that uh, as they still do battle on the ice. Uh, the Rome Masters this week, men and women as well. Uh, so for all your uh, lead-up events into the French Open, Nick Kyrgios pulling out of the French Open with a cut on his foot. It's like, come on, Nick. Uh, even I am losing faith in the big man. Oh, uh, and the Italian GP is cancelled due to the flood, so that gives Borco a bit more time to cut a few little birdie, uh, little birdie pods, which is good. Uh, but uh, yeah, a bit of plenty happening around uh, the world in sport. And reminder: go to topsport.com.au for all your betting action. But right now, it's time for Thursday lines. Brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for thirty-five years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsports.com.au. As we look at the AFL Premiership prices there, MG, not much doing. It's still the four-horse four race by uh, by all reports. Yeah, I think it's pretty much set in. Collingwood have uh, trimmed up a little after their uh, 
their big win. Uh, Melbourne rock solid around that 450, 460 mark. Uh, Brisbane have come in a little bit to 550 as they keep rolling along. Geelong just turned out a bit after losing to Richmond uh, last week. Uh, Port Adelaide keep winning, so uh, they, they've shortened a bit. Actually, Port, and the Crows. Yeah, yeah both, both the South Australian yeah. sides. Obviously, Adelaide with their big wing and the Bulldogs have come back into it. And even Richmond now have resurfaced back on and those Blues who I think, what, three weeks ago now, we may have potted them at the $11 out to 26 They're only going one way. That's right. As we look at the AFL's things, it was going along very nicely on Saturday and then uh, a bit of a black Saturday as well. But uh, Black Sunday, Sunday, sorry. Five of eight uh, for you this week, uh, 18 and a half units bets. Uh, result was plus 3.55 and the profit on turnover, 19.2%, if you don't mind. Uh, a big week in there for the AFL Stings and the season just keeps on uh, rolling along, 38 and 22, 147.5 units bets, plus 26.32 on the result and the POT 17.84 just ticking along nicely, MG. Yeah, unfortunately, the Sunday, uh, myself and Top Rope didn't turn up. Saturday night, we put the champagne on ice. <laughs> we were going nicely at 5-0 and 4-0. and 0. Top Rope was to the NRL and uh, just didn't complete the job. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a good start to the week and everything like that. Just unfortunately fell apart on the Sunday. So, um, scraped out, ended up scraping out a grinding win. But, yeah, just uh, holding holding pretty true. So, yeah, it's a winning week, but, uh, yeah. Had uh, thoughts of grandeur knocking it out of the park. But anyway, we've got plenty of action already uh, on the way for round 10 this week. We might have a chat to Scooty about just a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday package. That <laughs> might be the go. As we look at the NRL premiership prices, uh, top rope, it's the Panthers and the Rabbitohs. The Storm sort of still keeping around the mark there. Uh, and the Broncos and the Sharks and the Roosters at $10. They're going uh, they're going awful. And then the Finns, the Finns at 23 uh, But it looks like sort of the, the Panthers, Rabbitohs, Storm and maybe the Sharks. What about the Dolphins being on the seventh line of betting? Who would have thought that was totally amazing? That's sense. right. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up, baby. Fins up. Um, yeah, Penrith is just not the head of the bunnies. Uh, pressure paid, isn't it? 40 out forward, really was a, a real statement there. So, I love the Super for Souths uh, out of those two there. Um, Melbourne, well, staking on the radar, you know, their premiership hopes are probably going to swing a lot of Pat gets back or not. And, I think, yeah, there's more secretiveness around around Pap's return than there is, you know, around national security rallies at the site. Um, and it's, yeah, can you know, well and truly under wraps. Uh, yeah, below that, I couldn't have the Roosters. I couldn't have the Broncos. Probably the Sharks for mine. I think they've got the tools there. They've been switching on off of it, which is not great, but I think they're, they're probably the, the, the other ones who are there and no, no one below them can as we look at the around 11 GGOA, it was all one-way traffic, four of five, 11 and a half units bet, plus 4.55 profit on turnover, just under 40% if you don't mind. Uh, and the season just keeps on uh, keeps on ticking along, 38 and 31, 167 unit bets, just a little tick over tick over into the positive there for top rope, um, but going along nicely, mate. Yeah, it was good to stop the rots after a couple of more weeks, so... Uh, yeah, fans of minuses, fans of overs, and uh, it was a good result. Just a reminder, if you haven't signed up for the GGOA or the AFL Stings, they're both available in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your serious punting action. As we have a look at the Friday night blockbuster in the AFL, MG, it's the Power at 220, the Demons at $1.66, the Line 6.5, over under 169.5. That's the Friday night blockbuster at the Adelaide Oval.
Yeah, we've got uh, we've got about four or five real crackers this week, and uh, the other couple we probably will skip over later in the thing. But yeah, Friday nights as good as it gets here. Ob um, fourth v second on the ladder, so top four clash, and these teams have won a combined ten between them. So six in a row to Port, four in a row to Melbourne, and uh, both teams going along beautifully at the moment. Um, Port have uh, won four out of five at home, so that will uh, go well for them. Uh, both off six day breaks, so. That kind of cancels each other out. Um, be interesting. These teams probably need a scalp. They've uh, kind of had, they've kind of found their way through soft draws this year so far, and they've kind of got teams at their weaker points. But uh, all you can do is win. So it'd be a good test for both sides to actually, you know, see where they are out, win or loss out of this game. Um, I'm just Melbourne are away and Port's home ground advantage does worry me a bit. I'm just going to shade Melbourne um, at the. They've gone from minus four and a half up to six and a half, so the money has been with them early. Uh, I shade them even though they are playing away from home. I just don't like the fact that um, Port have lost Marshall injured and Dixon there's a big concern on whether he gets up. And if he does, he might be a little sore. And I don't like the fact that Port's rucks absolutely got murdered uh, um, by Goldstein last week. So if Goldstein uh, can manhandle them, don't know what Gorn and Grundy are going to do. So I think they've got a big advantage in two areas there. Um, so, yeah, I'm warming to Melbourne like the market at this stage. But, yeah, the concern is being away from home. And for the total, I'm going to go with the uh, 23 stats instead of the history stats here. The history stats show uh, that nine straight unders between these team, two teams at a low average of 150 points per game. But this year, uh, they've been um, over over totals. Melbourne score heavily five times this year, 100 points or more. Uh, combined between the two, 198 points per, per, um, points per game between them. So the over 169.5 looks uh, the stronger play than the Melbourne minus. Beautiful. Love that. Love a few stats there for all the punters. As we look at the uh, 8 p.m. Friday night game, uh, it sees the Rabbitohs $1.37, the Eels $3.10, the line minus 8.5, over under 42.5. Top rope. Yeah, uh, better of the week. Uh, South Sydney uh, minus, uh, and Craig Chandler minus, I've been over here as well. But South have won six straight against power. The last six wins have all been more 14 plus. The average margin of victory to 25 three straight. I've covered eight of the last 10. South's in a great spot as a favourite. They've covered 40 of 63 as a favourite. They've covered 24 of 35 to the favourite of Adelmore. All right, they've covered a 16 of 35 for loss. Give me the minus here. Very, very confident play. 1 800 cool top rope He's stats. A good they really get me going. They do. They really get me going. And I like that. So I even like it even more when you're talking about the bunnies or the fins. So uh, it's going well. <laughs> Uh, the second match of AFL analysis, we'll see the dream time at the G, a fantastic, uh, fantastic game on the calendar. The Bombers 218, the Tigers 166, the Lions 7.5, over under 169.5. Both teams have had their uh, had their positives this year and both teams have also been disappointing at times. This this, this will be a good game. Yes, for uh, yeah, 10th v 13th on the ladder here, OB. So uh, a bit like the Collingwood-Essendon game against the Anzac doesn't matter where they are in the ladder, they always seem to put up a good game. Obviously, a big crowd Saturday night at the G. They'll uh, pack it out, no doubt, for uh, Longy's walk and everything like that. But, yeah, as you said, both sides have had some highs and lows. Uh, Essen got off to a very good start, but since have lost four in a row, albeit to top sides. This is a tough part of their draw, and it continues this week. So, yeah, Essen lost four in a row. Richmond have looked like they may have turned the corner, got the big scalp last week of Geelong. So they've won two in a row. Uh, the key stat for me here is Richmond just dominate Essen head-to-head. They've won 13 straight in the history of them, so uh, it's been been total domination for the last seven years now. 
And uh, I think they'll continue to get the job done here. I think, uh, you know, the market hasn't moved minus eight and a half. So I don't think there's any need to rush in. I don't think the market will go too far. I just think Essendon have got a couple too many injuries to uh, hold back. Um, they do get Ridley back in, but the loss in the midfields of um, Setterfield goes out the back of Parrish is too much for me. I think Richmond will get this win, continue their streak and get the job done. Uh, the total, I think, is about right. I'm going to stay out of that. But, yeah, I think uh, I'm warming to Richmond. Beautiful. Okay, as we look at the Dolphins and the Storm, the Finns at 275, the Storm $1.45, the Lions 6.5, over under 42 and a half. Oh, this is a big, 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 uh, tough in, tough assignment for the Finns, you'd, uh, you'd imagine, uh, top rope. Yeah, very, very difficult affair here. Uh, look, there's no knock on the Finns. Uh, they've covered 7 of 10, they've covered 6 of 7 as a dollar formal, but this is the store, and this is the 40th clash between uh, Craig Bellamy and Wayne Bennett. Bellamy holds a 29-10 advantage. He won uh, the last 10, seven of those by double figures. So uh, not a great recent history for, for Bennett against Bellamy. Um, yeah, backing Melbourne here will be better than the over. Uh, nothing too over the top here, but, but reasonably confident, confident each. Uh Pound for the storm here. The 20 and 9 against the spread on the road. One favourable by six and a half or more for win. I think they're pretty good spot here, bro. I'm not, I, I, yeah, I'm loath to take on the, the fins too much because they, they just kept digging in. But an hour for buy, there's a plenty of time prepared for this. But yeah, got to be with the, the, the storm here. Uh, leaning towards the over as well. Dolphin's a big over too, particularly on a big underdog. On the other side. Uh, it's 50, 59.4% in the interstate favourites of four or more, around 11 to 18, so during the original period, so hang on the other. I like that. Uh, Carlton versus Collingwood, Sunday afternoon, MCG blockbuster, the Blues $2.90, the Magpies $1.40, the Lions 16.5, over under 167.5 MG. Yeah, it'd be another backup crowd of... Uh... Big one at the MCG. I, I was at the game last year in round 23. Oh, oh, beauty. Absolute beauty. One of the great home and away games where, uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately, Collingwood, I guess, knocked Carlton out of the finals. So um, not sure if there's a revenge factor in it. I'm sure Carlton will be uh, trying to get one up on their old, old rival, but I don't see how they've got the uh, the capabilities here. Carlton have uh, lost four out of their last five. They're really struggling. Um, just their... Lack of connection between the midfields and forwards at the moment. They've got two, the two uh, reigning Coleman medalists in their forward line. They just refuse to go uh, direct with any speed on the ball and get them into the two big fellas until that coaching style changes or implemented through the players. They won't be winning more games than they lose, unfortunately, and they come up against a team that just does not lose at the MCG. Uh, Collingwood have won a 6-0 and already this year at the MCG, undefeated, and they've won 16 of their last 17 at the MCG, so... They dominate at the best ground in Australia, and I just think it'll come down to Collingwood have too much pressure on the ball carrier. But Carlton love to butcher the ball; they'll turn it over, and I just think Collingwood will burn them on the turnover. But I think the price is about right. There's early money again for Carlton, so if you like Carlton, I'd get in early because the the models still force them down a bit. And if you like Collingwood, just wait until the Sunday; you probably get their best price. I think the total's about right. Um, Generally, uh, Carlton do play under games at the MCG, seven of their last eight, so I'm a bit hesitant to take on the over total here, so I'm going to stay out. And if Collingwood get down from 16 to maybe about 14, 13, which they may, I think they might be a bit, but otherwise I'll just be uh, watching this game, watch the Pies win. Beautiful. Uh, Sunday afternoon sees the Raiders and the Sea Eagles at GIO Stadium. 
The Raiders at dollar fifty-three. The Sea Eagles two fifty. The line minus four and a half over under forty-four point five. Can the Raiders sneakily becoming the former team in the competition? Uh, one side will end after that uh, embarrassment against the Panthers. Uh, but fantasy numbers will be here. I guess the numbers against the Raiders are spot too much. They've covered the sixteen of forty-seven as a favourite, and they're favourite by a try or more. Twelve of twenty-eight against the spread. They are a shocking value, but when they're favourite, so. Uh, not my favourite man there at 1-8 of 11 against the Raiders and happy to, to bet them with four and a half points. As we look at the remaining games for round 12 in the NRL, the Broncos and the Panthers kick off Thursday night football. The Bronx, 3.05. The Panthers, thirty-eight. The Lions, 7.5, over under 39, 39.5. Yeah, no Adam Reynolds, no worries here. Backing the uh, the Broncos have covered six of the last seven against the, the, the Panthers. Uh, very good spot here at Suncorp, 12 and 6 against the spread, but a $6,100 law. Penrith have not covered any of their last four scored 40 plus. Uh, I think that this will be very much a defensive battle. Covered 25 points when the met round one, let's say about the low score here. Ryan Carr's Dragons uh, take on the Roosters. They're the Dragons 275, the Roosters 145, the Lions 6.5 over under 40.5. Yeah, you can leave me out of the Roosters. We've covered just one on their last six away from Melbourne. It's 5 or 16 uh, as a favourite of 6 and a half or more. The uh, new coach Bouts is an absolute crock of shit, but I do think <laughs> not having the um, bizarre interchange rotations that Anthony Griffin was running will benefit them, and they've covered 12 or 19 at Congress, so give me the Saints plus six. Saturday afternoon sees the Sharks and the Knights do battle. The Sharks thirty-eight. the Knights three oh five. the line minus 8.5, over under 46.5. Yeah, off to Kofsaba here. Uh, total uh, very, very high, clipping a warm day and a fast track here. Uh, so keen on the Sharks and very keen on the over here. Sharks play their best footy in the afternoon, covered 17 of 24 day games. 29 and 12 against the Spurs, scoring 22. They're attacking powerhouse. They bounce back well there. Uh, Newcastle, they've covered just six of the last seven of a double-digit win. Huge over totals or uh, angles all around here. So I'll be taking uh, the over with the high tyro. Uh, bit of a layer, 61 plus, and the minus Bit of Ric Flair for your Saturday afternoon. Now uh, the Tigers and the Cowboys do battle in on Saturday twilight. The Tigers two twenty five. The Cowboys one sixty three. The line three point five over under forty two point five. Yeah, can't believe the Tigers are outside here. Uh, uh, they're a bet. They're a good bet, and I kind of love to say that considering what an awful team they are. But uh, um, <laughs> they've won seven of the last eight against the Cowboys. Like part, they've covered eight of eleven overall. The key member here that. Cowboys have covered to seven of the last 26 in the state. Beating up on a St. George team at home doesn't mean you should be our favourites uh, in a big trouble camp. Tigers are huge, though, yeah. Oh, and the Bulldogs and the Titans uh, rounds out the end of round 12. The Bulldogs $2, the Titans $1.80, the line $1.5, over under 46 and a half. Yeah, not a great game to to, to be involved in. I suspect the Bulldogs are... Uh, a touch of value with Josh and O'Kara returning the same Carl Owapu at 5'8", uh, so we've seen him off the bench the last few weeks. Funnily enough, the Titans have scored exactly 26 points for five straight weeks, so uh, very, very strange little stat there, but uh, if they score 26 again, it'll be too many for the Bulldogs, you think, so um, yeah, can't, can't really find a bet. He may be the other at a pitch. As we look at the AFL, the remaining AFL games for round 10, the Clarkson list kangaroos at six dollars <laughs> against the Swans at dollar thirteen. The line thirty eight and a half over under one seventy four point five. Uh, both teams are really struggling. Yeah, tenth v fourteenth on the list. 
There's a few games here that I won't get too enthused about. Uh, yeah, uh, Kangaroos have lost seven in a row. Sydney have lost uh, four in a row, both out of uh, completely out of form. And obviously, Kangaroos now losing their coach, so team in chaos for mine. Um, the only play I did go here, I'm going to leave the line. 37 and a half, you can't uh, tip into either. Who knows what you're going to get with the Kangaroos. Uh, I do like the under total here, 176 and a half. It opened now, it's down to 174. I just think with two ordinary sides, uh, they'll both struggle to score. So I think this will be uh, on the low side, scrappy affair. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay out of the line. This is going to be a pretty ordinary game to watch, I would have thought. Uh, the next game, it looks a beauty on paper. The Bulldogs $1.61, the Crows two twenty three. the line minus 7.5, over under 162.5. Uh, a blockbuster in Ballarat. Yeah, they get a good good game here, and uh, the Crows hold no fears. They've uh, they've played four times at Mars um, against uh, Bulldogs, and they have won one. So, um, but yeah, you know, they won't hold any fears. And obviously, the smashing killed her last week at home. Uh, I just think the Bulldogs have now won four in a row. They're trekking nicely. I think their game plan's going beautifully. The way their midfields are pumping on all cylinders. The way Bailey Smith came back in. This will be, um, like last week, I thought St Kilda would play a much better defensive game against Adelaide and maybe their offense is just too good for them. be another good test for Adelaide this week because the Bulldogs are defensive-minded, um, whereas Adelaide are all offense. So I'm keen on the Bulldogs here at the minus. Uh, minus six seems a solid market and really keen on the over total here. I know um, at Mars, Ballarat, the win can get affected for sure. It looks okay at this stage. I thought 160, 162, that range is a little low. Adelaide of uh, 10 of their last 12 have been over games. So if they get it on their terms, this game will definitely go over. Fremantle and Geelong are in Perth on Saturday afternoon. The Dockers 235, the Cats 158, the line 10.5, over under 172.5. Yeah, tough betting game. Good good game to watch, actually. I, I don't mind this game. Uh, tough to find a bet. I thought, uh, Again, Geelong's still missing a few keys out of their mids. They, they might get uh, Stengel back and also Henry back in defence, so that'll stiffen them a little. Uh, maybe we can see Fife not being the sub this week and get a full game in as well. Uh, tough to bet in this line. I'm going to stay out of a line. Frio have covered 10 of their last 15 against Geelong, playing at home, so I couldn't go in tipping uh, tipping Geelong either. Uh, so I'm going to stay out of that, but... I thought the uh, the overplay here was a good one. Uh, did open too short at one sixty five. It opened OB uh, up to one seventy two now. So it's already moved seven points. Uh, both teams are uh, seven out of uh, nine games of the over. So I think there'll be plenty of points in this game, and uh, that's a play for me in this game. And the biggest rivalry in football sees the Lions <laughs> and the Suns do battle in the Q clash on Saturday night. The Lions a dollar twenty four. The Suns three ninety. The line minus twenty four and a half. Over under one seventy five point five. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, not a bad game. Probably the, one of the more relevant uh, Q clashes we've had, actually. Uh, good test for the Gold Coast to see where they're at. Brisbane are humming. They've won six in a row. Um, probably one of the most informed teams in the comp. And they have, uh, they've won 14 of their 21 against the Gold Coast. So they do hold a fair, uh, record against them. I think the price is about right. 20, 25 points, give or take. Uh, I think that's about right. Uh, I think Gold Coast will be pretty competitive. Uh, couldn't find a bet in uh, in the total either. I think, like last week, uh, pointed out that the the due factors in uh, Queensland games uh, heading into May and June, it can get very slippery. Uh, so mid 170 seems high here. The stats do suggest a high scoring game, but yeah, I'm probably just going to stay to that for that reason. That might be a bit slippery again. 
Another big block blockbuster on Sunday. The Hawks a dollar twenty nine. Jeez, that's uh, that's short for the Hawks. And the Eagles three fifty five. The line minus twenty one and a half over under one seventy one point five. It's whoever really wants to win this game probably can. Yeah, well, I'm not sure either one's actually capable of winning one either. I think they want to. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm not sure how this game's going to go. Unless you've got your kind of money, OB, I could not be uh, throwing a no tip thanks. into this game. Uh, the market has come for West Coast. I think the line is too big. It was 24 down to 21, but I can't imagine too many people uh, are, are betting into this game. They've both won one game each. Hawthorne have lost six in a row. West Coast have lost seven in a row. I think West Coast are now up to lost 25 of their last 27 matches. So I am going to uh, pass on this game, not one for me. Absolutely. I've forgotten a blockbuster. I've gone early. Another blockbuster. I apologise to listeners out there. The Giants, 215. The Saints, $1.70. The Lion, 5.5. Over under 165.5. Max King is playing. We went early last <laughs> week, but he's back. He's back in a big way. You give me the wrong oil last week. You promised me he was playing last week. And... Uh, he didn't, but yes, he's uh, been named for this week. Um, yeah, not won't expect the world from Max, but he'll definitely straighten them up and give them a target to uh, to play. They do lose memory to offset that, so a bit of pressure on Max straight up as well. Um, yeah, good game here. The Giants were very disappointing against Collingwood last week. They didn't give a yelp for the first time this year, uh, and they're going to have to find something to beat St Kilda, who also got smacked by Adelaide. So it'll be interesting to see St Kilda got off to a very good start. Um, they you know didn't measure up against Adelaide, so they'd want to get the win back on the GWS. They've won three straight head-to-head here against the GWS. The alarming stat for me is GWS have lost 14 straight against final eight uh, top eight sides. So that is a concern that they only play around in the uh, in the bottom half. But yeah, tough to find a bet here. I'm going to stay out on both areas. I, I just think uh, even the total. The good the good stat if you do like the overs as opposed to the unders in the total is GWS at this ground are 20 and six in the overs. So if you want to play that way, but if St Kilda, uh, Ross Lyon, I think he's going to have to hit back and park the bus, so I would have to uh, stay out of the total, and I'm going to stay out of a line here. I like the Giants in that one, but we'll keep that, uh, we'll keep that under wraps. As we say, thank you to <laughs> Top Rope and MG. A reminder that the uh, GGOA is located in the Little Bit of Live Shop for $33 a week for all your NRL betting action. We say thank you, Top Rope. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the golf, and a reminder that the uh, golf podcast is available in the Little Shop as well. What a pleasure, gents. Uh, major weekend, Indigenous round in the NRL. It's all happening. Indigenous round in the AFL as well. So it's uh, <laughs> oh, Indigenous round. Oh, is, that, is that an ironic statement for the AFL? <laughs> uh, look, we're just doing the, we're doing the right thing by, uh, by all concerned. It's the uh, national game, the native game. So uh, the <laughs> AFL uh, always leading the way in that department. Uh, we'll leave top rope on, on that note. Uh, and we say thank you to MG. Reminder, the uh, AFL stings are available for $25 a week in the Little Booty to Live Shop. Uh, as well, and you're off to Carlton Collingwood on Sunday? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for you to give me a ticket. In, uh, you got a row out there, so yeah, if I get a ticket from OB, yeah, I'll be attending the game. Looks like you're not going. So uh, anyway, <laughs> that's a wrap for this week, uh, Thursday Lions. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. Follow us on YouTube. You can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Join us next week. And remember, to punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend punt.